0: Hey guys and welcome to another episode of Get Chatty With Me. I am actually so excited for today's episode. We're going to do a little like advice moment. So I actually asked you guys on my Instagram what kind of topics you guys would want advice on and I'm going to pick a few questions that you guys sent in or just like a few topics that you guys sent in and I thought we could talk about it just like a bit of a FaceTime kind of chit chat moment. Um, I want this to be super laid back and you know I don't know I haven't actually read any of the questions yet or the you know the topic ideas etc so I have no idea what we're in for but I mean I hope it's fun I hope it's juicy and I actually can't wait to get into it so thank you for everyone that sent in their you know their questions and let me know if you guys want to hear some more advice kind of orientated episodes because I'll just pop up more question boxes and we can just talk like this I love it I love it So let's get straight into it. I have just put all the questions on my laptop so I can like read it. And we're gonna just go from there. I'm actually excited. The first question I have gotten is how to make friends at uni. Now this is a really good question because it's actually daunting. And I feel like after COVID, especially after COVID, everyone is like so much more socially anxious. just something that I've like observed just by like just from myself because I feel like I'm a very extroverted person and I don't like get nervous in front of people but after COVID my social anxiety has just gotten a lot worse which is unfortunate but it's the truth and I feel like everyone's going through that kind of thing where you know you're getting that bit more socially anxious and it's like it's such a weird feeling anyway so when it comes to making friends obviously this is this can be like for uni high school or just apply to like any sense like if you see you know you're in a social setting and you want to meet people I think my number one advice is to just put yourself out there and I know it's easier said than done I'm going to flag that right now because everyone's like I just know you're all going to come back and be like it's easier for you to say that you know like how am I going to put myself out there like I'm very self-conscious about it you've got to think less about the situation you have to put less value on it if I go up to this person I introduce myself I say oh my god I love your shoes right and they're like oh thanks and they walk away you have to put less value on them and their reaction and treat it almost as if it's like oh it's a bonus if they reciprocate in a friendly way the more value and the more like I don't know how to articulate it. The more value you place on their response, the more anxious and worked up you are going to be to approach them. And I think if you just sit back and you're like, you know what, doesn't even matter. Like I'm just going to be a good person and try and start a conversation. That is kind of how you should attack it. Another thing is this applies more for uni, obviously with all your different classes and like all your different lectures and stuff, seminars, whatever you're seated with like different people each time and this is actually how I made my group of uni friends so this story is like close to my heart but we were all just like sitting on this table we all came in awkwardly late like all four of us it was kind of iconic and we were all placed and sat next to each other and we all just started talking and it just it we were obviously all very nervous I think it was one of our first classes for the year like this was my first year uni and We all just clicked so much so that we actually had another girl who ended up coming and sitting at our table very briefly and she was like, do you guys all know each other? And we were like, no, we don't. But it felt like we did. And I think situations like that are great for meeting people. So if you can put yourself in a position in the classroom, if you're a bit more uncomfortable, then just push through. I believe in you. But if you can just like position yourself where you are kind of, in a way, forcing yourself to meet new people, it will work it will work, I'm telling you. And even like at uni, obviously you've got, you know, the library, the cafe space, just like the working spaces. Just sitting there and starting a conversation with someone is not going to hurt. You know, if you have like a mutual friend that you're at uni with and they've made a new friendship group, walk over, go have a chat, you know, just put yourself out there. I think that's the best advice I can give. And obviously if you're in high school listening to this and you're thinking about, you know, trying to make some new friends in high school, you might be the new kid my main advice would be probably the same like just putting yourself out there obviously when you come to high school you kind of have those clicks and you're not going to be able to separate that unfortunately so the best thing you can do is just like push yourself in there in a way like kind of just make push your way in there like i would know i was the new kid and i just kind of had to just plonk myself down on their table and just be like hi interact with me and it feels really daunting at the time but once you do it you start having a conversation you realize you've worked it up for nothing I promise you and I feel like when you get to uni making friends is so much easier oh my goodness there's like this stigma in high school that you know you have to be friends with a certain group of people that you can't go outside of that little clique and all that kind of like unsaid spoken rules That's kind of not the case in uni. Like if I wanted to, I could sit with different people every lesson. If I wanted to, I could, you know, go around the library and sit next to whoever and start a conversation. Everyone's a bit less intense with the friendships. It's not super dictating, if that makes sense, on their social life. They're happy to interact and make friends with whoever. But obviously that still depends on the person. And like I said earlier, obviously... COVID has made us all a lot more socially anxious. And I am completely like probably hyper aware of that because it applies to me. But I just feel like everyone in uni is a bit more open to making new friends because no one really has any new friends. Like don't forget when you're at uni, especially if you're a first year, you're all kind of in the same boat, if that makes sense. Like you're all experiencing the same thing and you probably all don't have that many friends that have come from the same school as you or have that many people on campus that you know. So introducing yourself is doing you and that person a benefit. Another thing is there's always those orientation week like activities on campus or the O-week parties. And I didn't go to any O-week parties and I severely regret it. Like I really, really regret it. And the reason is that my friends, they go to a different uni than me, but they all went to those O-week parties and they have made so many friends there it is ridiculous and I was like how is that even possible and they're just like well when you're at an o-week party you're obviously in a looser environment and that contributes a lot more to it than you would think because when everyone's at school don't get me wrong everyone is looking to make new friends they don't want to be in an environment where they feel like they have no one no one wants that so they're trying to make new friends but they're obviously not going to be as out there as they normally would be or they're not going to be as out there as they would like to be because I don't have the courage right when you're at an awake party everyone has that liquid courage you know they're having a drink or two they're feeling a bit more you know like I'm gonna go over to her and speak to her you know like I really like her dress I'm gonna go ask her where it's from you know you have a bit more confidence like you know after the first three shots hit you're gonna to talk to whoever will talk back and she was just telling me how great it was at the o-week parties to have that because everyone just had that little bit extra confidence and now there's a handful of people that she knows more on campus so I think especially if you're a new student this is a great idea even just like going to any of the like the balls as well we've got balls coming up which is so fun I actually went to one with my group of friends and we had a blast but we also are not rages at all and I think we left it like 11pm like that's not even an exaggeration like we got all dressed up we did our photos and we were like oh my god this is so cute and then we got to formal we partied hard for like three hours and we were like see ya <laughs> we were like we're tired now anyway that's just how I am like if you know me and I'm going out with you it'll be for like max three hours and then I'm home in bed like doing my like doing a face mask anyway that's literally just me sorry that might be a niche anyway the formals and like the balls like the commerce ball the law ball etc are also great places to meet people because it's similar to like the o-week kind of vibe like you're kind of just chucked in a room with all these people and you're having a drink you're having a good time and you're obviously put on a table with a bunch of people that you probably don't know unless you have a huge friend group that you're going to uni with you're going to know maybe like one or two people on your table so you meet like this whole new table of people and I just feel like it's a kind of perfect environment to meet others. I don't know, maybe that's just me. Anyway, I think my main advice when it comes to making new friends, whether that be at uni, high school, etc. I know I focus on uni because that's what the question was based on, but I tried to throw in some other making friends advice just just casually in there. I think my main advice would just be to put yourself out there as much as it like hurts and you don't want to do it because you're scared of rejection or you're scared of them not reciprocating the way you want them to. They are in the same boat as you. They are probably looking to make new friends and they are probably like really happy that you came up to them because they're feeling the exact same way as you. So put kind of your insecurities aside if you can. Try and place less value on their reaction and just go for gold in a way. Just like put yourself out there because you really don't have anything to lose and you just have a lot to gain, which is like a new friendship and so much more. Okay, so I've just come across a message that says studying as well as uni advice for next year and then another talking about some tips and then another talking about high school stress now I did just put out an episode on high school but it was kind of more orientated on like the bullies of the world the gossip and all that kind of stuff the negatives I will kind of I'm going to answer this in a bit more of a positive note and give you guys some advice on how I tackled my high school experience how I dealt with stress because I was a very stressed out child if you listen to that high school episode you would know I mean if you haven't listened to that yet go have a listen great episode but I think we're going to focus more on tips and how to tackle certain things so with high school there's always going to be stress there is no way to eliminate that and that is what I'm just going to say first off there's no way that you can eliminate that stress unfortunately it is just going to be there inevitably you're going to be stressed about tasks you're going to be stressed about assignments you're going to be stressed about due dates you're going to be stressed about whether or not your teacher likes you if you're being a good student if you're oh friendships that's a whole other thing there's going to be a lot of elements of high school that are going to cause stress and the only advice I can give you is to just similar to what I was saying before place less value on things so you don't work yourself up as much I know that when I was in high school Especially like year seven, eight, nine, I would just get so anxious and so stressed out about the most irrelevant things. And at the time for me, they had such a huge relevance. I was so paranoid about this, that, and the other. Looking back, I'm just like, why did you waste your time and energy thinking about that and worrying about that? Like, I think when it comes to schoolwork, it's a bit different because. Like when I was in primary school, I was really bad. I've always had major stress and anxiety when it comes to school. But when I was in primary school, I was so bad. I have the funniest story, actually. So when I was in primary school, I had this group, not a group project. I had this project that was due and it, we had been given the assignment two months in advance. So I had enough time. Like I had the, all the time in the world. 12 year old me was like, no, nah, go start this now. So I do start it now. I'm starting it. I'm like, oh, I am just the queen of posters. I was just a baddie with like all my textures, And I was so stressed about this project that I spent like literally all my time on it. It got to the one month mark where it was like one month till the due date. And I cried for three hours to my mum and dad because I didn't have it done yet. Because I didn't have a project done yet. This is me at 12, year six, crying for three hours about a poster. What the heck? Why was I like that? Like I, and my mum still brings it up to this day. She actually brought it up with me like a, literally a week ago because I was complaining about something with uni because I'm still like this now. I'm just, I'm trying to almost take my own advice in a way. I'm trying to place less value on it all because I know how much it can work me up. But she brought it up the other day. She was like, do you remember when you used to like cry for like hours on end about assignments? And I was like, <laughs> don't remind me because poor 12 year old me was so stressed about that fricking assignment. <laughs> And I would do it with other things too. Like I remember in year five and six, we had um, these math sheets, right? These math sheets that we had two weeks to do. And I would go home the night that I got it, fill it in, like fill the whole sheet in. It was double-sided sheet. I remember it so vividly. And I would hand it in the next day. My teacher would always be like, you know, you have two weeks to do this. And I'd be like, yep, I just like wanted to do it now. She was probably like, this child is so wired. (laughs) She was probably like this child has issues anyways if it, this was 12 year old me trying to give advice on school and studying and tips she would be like go home every day study all day get it done like blah blah, blah in advance I'm not going to tell you that because I'm going to be realistic with you and I'm going to tell you how it is with school you need to commit as much time as possible without putting anything else in your life in jeopardy now I mean this in measure if you are in year 11 or year 12 year 12 especially when things get a bit more serious I would say that's when you have to start kind of giving more time to your academics if you are someone that values academics and you want to put that effort in but I think for now if you're like year 7, 8, 9, 10 live your life and put school work in measure. I was someone that always prioritized school work and I look back now and I don't regret that at all but I'm a very academic, studious and almost nerdy person so I can't sit here and be like study three hours after school because that's what I did in like year nine. You're not going to want to do that. You might actually, you might be exactly like me and be like obsessed with math like I was. That's not even a joke guys, I did methods and specialist and I literally loved it I literally looked forward to each class that's not even a joke so don't even at me I mean when it comes to homework my thing is always like I tell Peter and George all the time you need to give yourself breaks you're not going to be efficient if you're not doing everything in measure does that make sense and what I mean by this is don't study for three hours like straight You're not going to be, like, you're not going to get your work done. You're not going to be efficient nor effective. And it's just going to be counterproductive. What you have to do is, you know, do maths for half an hour, five minute break. Then do some English for half an hour, five minute break. And then once you get into that rhythm, you can up it. You can do 45 minutes of math, 10 minute break. Do you see what I mean? And kind of do that process like that because you're actually giving your brain enough time to relax, and your brain needs that. Your brain needs that kind of, you know, those those really valuable minutes where you actually have time to rejuvenate, get up and walk away from the desk. Because if you're, you're stuck at your desk for hours on end, your productivity is going to slowly decrease. When you have these breaks, it gives your brain and your body even time to just like kind of refresh, revive, re-energize and get back into a momentum. Another thing I would do is that when I finished work, I would like reward myself. So I would be like, okay, Ellie, if you finish these math questions, you can go and get a chocolate frog from the fridge. And it would work. I mean, I have never done my math homework that quick in my life. I would be like, yep, okay, if you write this, the intro and the first paragraph to this essay you need to get done, you can grab your phone and watch TikTok for 10 minutes. Stuff like that is really good because it gives you a motive, because you are something to look forward to and makes you want to do the work because you're never going to want to do homework. You are never going to want to sit down and start studying. You're never going to want to pick up a textbook and start revising unless you're like a psychopath. Joking. Because that was me. I used to want to pick up my textbooks. I'm making fun of myself here, guys. No one at me. But... By giving yourself a reward, something to look forward to, it just makes you more inclined to do the work. And I think that's my biggest tip with high school. I think rounding back to the initial question, because we had, you know, obviously people asking for school advice, school tips, but we had the question about how to deal with school stress. And I haven't exactly touched on it fully yet. I think with school stress, placing less value on stuff is obviously the key thing. But like I said, school stress is always going to be there. And I think with me, in high school the way that I would keep my stress to a minimum was like writing lists writing everything out and checking it all off one by one because by doing that I was kind of like it's like a serotonin boost like by checking one thing off the list it's like one portion of the stress is relieved and that's how I would like help myself in a way relax because that way I could actually visually see what needed to be done i'd do it in priority order and that was relaxing for me that might not work for you and i think when it comes to stress i feel like so many different people have their own ways of dealing with it and you can't sit here and be like this way is going to work because it actually might not work for someone but something that a lot of people are starting to do now is to go for walks to get kind of out of the house and i think that is another great way to kind of deal with it because you're removing yourself from the situation i actually growing up when i was in high school i actually said to my mom and dad because i want to put a desk in my room and i said the last thing i'm ever gonna do is have a desk in my room and they were so confused and i was like well i don't want to associate my studying environment with the environment i sleep in and i relax in i don't want my bedroom to be associated with like crying over like a math equations And by doing this, it meant that when I was studying in the living room or in the study or wherever I was that day, if I was overwhelmed, getting stressed out, and my anxiety levels were peaking, I was able to go to my room and use that as a safe space. If you have like your desk in your room, you can't do that. So I think when it comes to dealing with stress, you need to have an environment that you know you can go to, whether that be the beach, the dog park, if you've got a dog, take it for a walk, or just a local park if you want to go walk around the block whether it be your bedroom, maybe you have a living room that's kind of closed off that you can kind of put yourself in. Stuff like that is really helpful because you're taking your brain away from like the stressful situation. And that is your desk. That is the workload. That is everything that is kind of school orientated. And that's what your desk will remind you of. So when it comes to stress, removing yourself from the situation and just giving yourself some time is always a great idea. And keeping lists in like, you know, from top priority to least priority, checking it off on the way will also help to relieve that stress and make you feel like you're accomplishing something. So I think when it comes to stress, those are my main kind of tips. And now quickly, before we move on, I just want to talk about my chemist warehouse dupe of the week. And this is actually more of a skincare item. So you can use it as a skincare routine thing or even like as a moisturizer. But as you know, Tatcha has a very kind of luxury price. So my dupe can be found at Chemist Warehouse, super affordable, super, you know, easy access because, you know, you've got a local Chemist Warehouse everywhere. And it's the Neutrogena Hydro Boost Water Gel. From my experience, it's been super nourishing, a super like water and jelly moisturizer on my skin. It also has hyaluronic acid in it, which for me works really well. And it literally for me mimics exactly what the Tatcha Water Cream does. And I've been using this under my foundation and it gives such a nice and radiant finish. So similar to the original product. So yeah, this is the Neutrogena Hydro Boost Hyaluronic Acid Water Gel. It is amazing. So I have a question about school and what to do when you leave and I think that's a really interesting one because people expect us to know exactly what we want to do when we leave like I know for me because someone actually even wrote here like to talk about my uni experience and my schooling experience and I think these two tied together really nicely. I had always grown up thinking I was going to be a geneticist right I had this whole idea in my head that I was going to be studying genetics. I was going to be an IVF, you know, lab scientist, etc. Even to the point where I did the Morrisby test and you're, oh, if you're not from Melbourne, I don't know if you know what the Morrisby test is. It's like this test they make you do in year 10 and it like tells you what jobs you'd be best at. And keep in mind growing up, maths and science was always my strong suit. So I did advanced math, I did bio, I did chem, physics, literally, you name it, I was in the class if it had anything to do with maths and science. So I was like, science is a no-brainer. It's math-orientated, I'm interested in it, it's happening. And genetics was something I was so interested in, I had flagged it from the beginning. And when I did the Morrisby test, it came up as one of my top three career options. The other two were like accountant and like uh, math, something to do with maths which I already knew was going to be the case, by the way, because there was no way it was coming up with something English-orientated, even though that's what I do now, which is so funny. We'll get into that. This kind of all ties together nicely. I had this clear idea of what I wanted to do, and Year 11 is when I got to kind of pick my niche subjects. You know, when you're in Year 9 and 10, you kind of have some option, but when it comes to Year 11 and 12, you've got more control. And in Year 11, I picked English, Chemistry, Biology – methods specialist and business and you're probably like what's the odd one out here business I picked business because I thought it was going to be the quote-unquote easy subject right no subject is an easy subject just want to say that straight out because everyone has their own strong suit everyone has their own strong suits I had girls in high school that English was the easiest subject for them and I would almost tear up at the thought of going to class each to their own but I was like yeah business will be easy I get into the class and I loved it. And my love for business grew and I would get excited to go to this class and it was the only subject that was kind of not in the umbrella that I thought I would be in. The umbrella that I thought I would be working in. And I actually thrived in business so much that you know it was probably one of my top classes in year 11. And this is when I started to question everything because I thought when I was going to go into year 12 that was the subject I was going to drop. So then I had this whole mind-blowing experience where I was like, oh my goodness, if I'm not gonna drop business, then what am I gonna drop? I ended up picking chemistry, dropped chemistry, and I just kept bio because bio is what's genetics oriented. I this also happened to be the year I moved school, so I dropped chem, went to my new school for Year 12. I got to this new school for Year 12 and the business course was incredible so incredible it was the only class that I would be able to get up and walk to and be somewhat content about because I was genuinely excited to learn the content and that's when I realized that genetics just wasn't for me now I mean for me I've always known I wanted to do and for me I've always known I've wanted to go to uni like uni's been something that's always been on my radar but for some people it's not And I have a lot of friends that kind of jumped straight into the career force. And I think when you're still in school, you're still struggling to figure out what you want to do, I think it'll just come naturally because I was putting so much force and effort onto wanting to do genetics that it literally fell through on its own. And I was so adamant it was what I wanted to do. And this whole business thing came so quickly, but it came with an actual feeling of want wanting to do it not feeling like eh, i'll do it if you know what i mean so now i'm studying a double degree in business and arts and through arts i'm majoring in journalism and public relations this course is literally me in a nutshell journalism is something i've always wanted to do and pr is something that i already pretty much work in through my social media the course is so tailored to me and it's brilliant so i think when you're worrying about what to do after school if you're in year 11 year 12 don't force yourself down a career path kind of let it come to you naturally think about your strengths and what you actually enjoy doing because at the end of the day there's so many people that don't enjoy the job that they're in the job that they're working and for me that was my main thing I was like I just want to make sure that whatever I'm doing I enjoy and that is the main advice I give to anyone just just aspire to do what you enjoy so if you're in year 12 and you don't know what you want to do yet don't sweat it if you're in year 12 and you're like i don't want to go to uni again don't sweat it get yourself working as long as you're working hard and you are doing what you want to do you are doing nothing wrong in my opinion if you're working hard pushing yourself to do what you want to do what you love doing and something you want to develop into a career you are doing everything right It doesn't matter if someone says you should be in uni, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, you don't have to listen to anyone but yourself and as long as you are working hard and you're proud of what you're achieving, then you are doing everything right and that has to be my main advice for leaving high school because everyone will tell you oh you should be in uni by now, oh you should be doing a course, oh you should be working full time, do you know what I mean? And you're like 18, 19. Live your life a bit. If you want to take a gap year and go overseas, go, man. I'll pack your suitcase with you. Make sure that just whatever you're doing, you are happy to be doing. And that, that has to be my main advice, like completely overall. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up today's advice episode on, you know, making friends in uni, how to deal with school, school tips, school stress tips, and all in between what to do with uni courses, how to cope after school. We've covered a lot today actually and I feel like I have not stopped talking but I love talking to you guys so I guess it's lucky for me. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Get Chatty With Me. Let me know if you guys enjoy these type of episodes, these kind of like advice style episodes because I'm keen to do more. I really like it. I feel like it's a bit more, I feel like it's a bit more relatable when it feels like I'm actually having like a conversation to you guys. So I really enjoyed it. But yeah, let me know your feedback. I always love to hear your feedback and I can't wait to chat to you guys next week. Mwah!